powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Hello, everyone, Leafs fans. Welcome to another episode of Game Over Toronto. My name's Harnish, and I have my constant co-host, Armand, with us today. And we're here to break down the Leafs' um, chippy win against uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, this is the first game of the uh, on, their, on the road. So um, we have a great show lined up for you guys. But before we get into that, um, we have to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Sport Interaction. Um, Want to bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada's sportsbook. Football continues, the World Series is around the corner, and they have dropped the puck on the hockey season. Bet pre-game, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians, by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 older, and please play responsibly. Armand, I think your um, your Did video cut out. Your video Oops. is off. Just turn on the logic capture. Uh, but <laughs> as he gets into that, um, let's talk a little bit about the Leafs today. The Leafs played a fantastic game, honestly, from start to finish when they won uh, 4-1 to against the Winnipeg Jets. Um as we all heard, the game was going to be a little bit chippy. Even Sheldon Keefe had some comments about this. And it's all related to the little rivalry that we have going around uh, between the Leafs and the Jets. Um, the last game of the last season was very chippy indeed. I mean, Spezza got a suspension. Um, Sandine got injured, I believe. We had some other Jets players get injured. It was wild. Um and because of this, Sheldon Keefe uh, preemptively included Simmons and Clifford in for Engvall and uh, Kubel in the fourth line. Um, I think it was it, it was obviously it turned out really well for us. But um, what were your thoughts on that uh, as uh, as as he added those those two into the lineup? Yeah, you can't see me right now, but I'm still here. I'm just getting it set up right here, now. Here, let me actually talk um, while you you get that sorted out. Don't worry. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, I. Going into the going into the game, I thought that it was going to be a weird choice, right? Because um, those two obviously are not very skilled up front. They've had some some issues, and um, they've had penalty issues in particular, which was a big concern for me, um, especially in this game where we knew it was going to be chippy. Maybe the the refs might be a little bit uh, stricter on the rules, right? Uh, Clifford's had a little bit of penalty trouble last. Uh, um, last season and especially that game against the Jets as well right and that's led to a lot of issues with uh, the Leafs uh, turn over some goals right so I thought that it might not have been the best option or the best idea to add them in but um, with how Engvall and Abkubel looked in the last couple of games um, maybe even the fact that it lights a fire under their asses to get sorted out um, is is a good thing right uh, just adding some healthy competition into into our lineup is obviously good, and um, it kind of succeeded. Like, obviously they they were they're known to be gritty, um, Simmons and and Clifford, but they contributed really well to this game. I mean, if you look at the second uh, the second period, that beautiful setup by Simmons um, uh, again that goal, I believe it was for Tavares, right? Um, that was that was fantastic. It was a it was a great great setup. It was a great goal, and um, it was funny that they honestly weren't even there for any of the chippiness. It seemed like that every time that the Jets tried to get the Leafs' number, or tried to show some uh, some greediness, and try to 
uh, pick some fights, it's with their top line. And that was the, the most terrifying part because we brought them in to be enforcers and uh, they only start, uh, they, the Jets only start fighting us when our top line's out there. And uh, it was scary because it, it showed right away. I mean, look at the first period where Marner gets uh, a bad board. Uh, they, I honestly thought he was he might have been injured over there. Like, um, he was uh, he was skidding up, and then um, one of the Jets players, uh, right on the numbers, just puts him directly into the the boards, and he had a nasty cut. But um, he was he was fine. It looked like um, he played the rest of the game. He looked all right. He was a little shaky when he got up, but you don't know what the long term effects of some kind of injuries like those are, right? And just the risk of of way worse consequences. Um, that should have been called. It should have been penalized, and the uh, the ref should have sent a precedent for that right away. Um, even Matthews looked a little bit shaken after his uh, his last game, um, his last game where he got a, a bad hit. But um, they recovered pretty well, and they ended up playing pretty pretty good. Um, I thought that they the the Leafs overall had a fantastic game. I thought that they were honestly it was probably their best game of the season so far. Um, what are your thoughts uh, on that, Armand? You there? All right, we have lost Armand completely. So I'll look into the 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 chat a little bit. So uh, help me out, guys. Uh, let's see uh, if you guys have any comments or any thoughts about the game. Uh, let me know. I'll just keep going on uh, from that, anyways. But um, yeah, seeing uh, seeing the little changes that we had in our lineup. I mean, even. Um, uh Richardson being added into the lineup yesterday was fan or last game was fantastic to see he played really well last game and he deserved a spot in the lineup uh Samsonov has been playing really really good hockey thus far he's looked a little bit shaky honestly I wouldn't say I guess I, I'll take that back he hasn't played fantastic but he's been serviceable he's been doing a great job uh since Matt Murray has been injured um so I think um, I think he he deserves a spot up there. He's even when Matt Murray comes back, he's gonna be a little shaky, a little bit slow um, uh, on his return. So having him, uh, having Samsonov uh, be a a wall for the Leafs uh, in a sense is is always good. Even the added competition. Ah, oh, there you go. Armand comes back. Yes. My computer decided to crash on me at the worst possible time. Okay. Back from the dead. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're good. It was all good right before. But anyways, um, <laughs> do you want me to give you a quick uh, heads up of what we were what we were talking about? Yeah, go for it. Sure. So, uh, just a, a brief summary. We were just talking about uh, about the the addition of Clifford and Simmons into the fourth line, um, yeah. them playing really well, the chippiness of the game, and uh, a little bit of Samsonov. But uh, let's start from the beginning, I guess. Like, talk yeah, to me about when, Clifford and and Simmons. Yeah, Clifford and Simmons coming in, I think, uh, drew the ire of a lot of Leaf fans uh, before the game, uh, just because you know I don't think I think most people will and rightfully say that they're not you know two top 12 forwards on this team so we're really putting in two guys who don't necessarily deserve to be in that spot uh, taking over guys like Pierre Engvall and Nicholas Abkubel and I think you know long term speaking at least most people will probably go and say Pierre Engvall's a better player than both Simmons and uh, Clifford so I think putting both of them in at the same time you know to me at least was a bit of a mistake now I got shut up real quick when Simmons did that behind the the back between the legs assist. That was absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, in the same vein, I think there is some uh, concern surrounding uh, you know putting both of those guys in at the same time. Um, 
but it worked out pretty well. Uh, I think they actually, you know, got the majority of expected goal share uh, when they were out there with Camp as well, which was a, a bit of a weird uh, lineup combination considering Camp is so, so defensively, uh, you know, deployed compared to Simmons and Clifford. But uh, yeah, um, they're actually really solid. And it also, you know, lights a fire under Engvall and, and Nicholas Abkubel, uh, you know, to, to, you know, ensure that they don't have a super safe spot in the lineup and they know that, you know, some games they won't be in it. Exactly. Uh, so it, it makes sure that they end up, uh, you know, uh, having accountability as well. I know Keith had comments about Engvall, you know, prior to this game as well. Uh, he, he was talking about how he was injured during training camp and how he thought he was uh, tentative in his skating and aggressiveness. Uh, so, you know, this, I think, might be a wake-up call for Engvall. And I think it might be a wake-up call for Abkabel as well, because I, I think he started off a bit slow, to be honest, as well. And honestly, that that bottom six in general sort of needed a shake-up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say they were bad, but at the same time, I don't think they were getting the results that uh, we were expecting them to, especially that camp line. Uh, and seeing the camp line succeed here, uh, maybe, you know, Keith does some changing with the, the lineup next exactly. game as well, you know? Exactly. And I think that was, uh, that's, that's exactly what I, what I spoke about, uh, while you were gone as well, uh, yeah. where it's, it, even if it's, uh, if they aren't a mainstay on the lineup, regardless, right. Uh, regardless, they're, they're, they're creating some kind of competition, which is always needed, right. You don't want to yeah, be absolutely. hamstrung in our, in our, um, in our lineup where we are forced to play players, even though they're not performing well. Right. And, um, it's nice to see that we even have a different type of play style, right. These two brought a different play style to the Leafs and that's going to be important as we play off against different teams, as we go into the playoffs and seeing that not only were they a great, I guess, like, um, gritty and tough body up front, but they were able to produce was great to see. That was, I think, the the most important thing in this, right? Because we knew that they can throw their body, we knew that they that they're tough, but yeah. being able to contribute is huge, and it's really important uh, for us to see that, right? Yeah, it's not something I'm expecting every game, you know, for mm-hmm. them to actually get points on the board. But definitely, to be honest, just like you know, uh, getting a majority of shot share or expected goals is a positive, and it's not something that we've actually seen, especially from that fourth line within the first five games. You know, they've been kind of getting caved in when it comes to expected goals. And that's mainly because, you know, they're deployed in a very defensive manner, but none of them are particularly good with the puck. You know, mm-hmm. none of them have good transition skills. And even though Simmons might not be the player he once was, I think he is actually probably better than uh, some players are on that bottom line when it comes to just getting the puck out and transitioning, you know, the the play that we have from like back checking and retrieve puck retrieval to a neutral zone, you know, transition. And the same thing goes for Clifford, to be honest, like his transition game is actually somewhat decent. It's just the, the things I don't like about this game and uh, about the, this, their play, this game, I should say, is they both took penalties, mm-hmm. which, you know, we don't want to be on the PK, even though our special teams was great. We don't want to be on the PK and we definitely don't want to be on the PK because a fourth liner took a penalty in, in Clifford's case, in the offensive zone. That's, I know it was soft, but, you know, he had this problem last year as well when he was put in the lineup. He's taking offensive zone penalties, which completely stifles our our, our momentum and stuff like that. So I, I want to see that cleaned up from Clifford specifically. I think the Simmons penalty was also soft, but, you know, that's like, it's game management. You can't be taking a shot after two, you know, fights break out. You're going to get called for that. So, yeah. 
as much as I like to see them play with that sort of grit and intensity in a three, one game, you don't want to take a penalty. Like it's just mm. not good. Personally. Yeah, but uh, other than that, like, yeah, they were fantastic. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm not expecting them to be in the lineup for every game from now on, but uh, hopefully this lights a fire under Envol to, to make sure that he stays on top of his game as well. Cause I think he'll eventually figure it out as well. He's a really good player, but uh, this, you know, pokes the needle a little. Yeah, and we had a comment uh, um, on YouTube where um, one one uh, person was asking uh, or saying that Ashton Rees is looking real expendable. Um, I kind of agree in this point, right? Um, one player that uh, that I was really excited for in preseason um, and honestly looked all right during his time on the Leafs during the regular season uh, is Mulgan. I thought Mulgan played really well. He showed a lot of upside, and he is someone that got pushed out of the lineup because of Robertson. Robertson had a great last game. Where where you got yeah. the game. Robertson's goal. not going down again. He's <laughs> not definitely not anytime soon. At yeah, least. he's definitely not like going he was, down. Yeah. But Mulgan, the, the benefit that he brings is he can play on both sides of the wing, right? So having yeah, him in the lineup just just try to shake things up like we saw today um, would be would be key. It would be it'd be nice to see, and I kind of want to see where that goes, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think Mulgan deserved to get scratched when Robertson came in. Although I do understand where this is coming from. You know, Mulgan is 5'9", and he is small. And the way Keith seems to have been deploying his lines, he wants that bottom six to have some size to them and some puck retrieval skills. Like, uh, all of the bottom six guys, like Kerfoot withstanding, pretty much all of the rest of them have some pretty solid, uh, you know, puck retrieval skills and stuff like that. But the issue is, like like you said, Zach and reese and even Nicholas Abkubel and David Kampf both all kind of had, you know, troubling starts. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, the the fourth line does not have any transition game in its usual state without Simmons and Clifford, or yeah. uh, you know, with Nicholas Abkubel and Zach Aston Reese. And that's partly because they all have the same skill set. You know, they're all really good at puck retrieval and uh, chance suppression, but none of them can transition well. Mulligan is a guy who can, you know, like Engvall or Mikheyev in previous seasons with Camp, take his puck retrieval skills and actually move it up the ice. You know, I'm not expecting that line to ever generate solid chances, and I don't think Mulligan would ever do that as well, but he can at least act as a guy who can transition from the defensive zone towards the neutral zone into a solid entry to get a low a low chance or a low percentage chance shot on the net to get an offensive zone drop. You know, like part of why David Kampf was such an asset to us last year was because he took 90% of the, zo- uh, the draws in the defensive zone and then he moved it up the ice towards the offensive zone so that Tavares and Matthews could take an offensive zone draw. Mm-hmm. You know, Camp wasn't scoring goals at a high rate or getting points at a high rate last year, but he was effective because of that ability to transition with Engvall and Mikheyev on his wings from defense to offense. And that's completely lost when you have a guy like Nicholas Akubel, who's fantastic on a four check, but not that great with the puck in transition. And then Zach Aston Reese, who's fantastic in the defensive zone and back check, but not that great with the puck in transition. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's where I find Mulligan can have value in that bottom six. And I think he will get games in because I don't want to see him just, you know, sit on the sidelines. I don't want to put him on waivers either because I think he'll get picked up. So to me, he deserves a shot just like Simmons and um, Clifford got as well, even though he brings a completely different style of game. But yeah, um, you know, in this game, I don't think our bottom six was that much of an issue. Mm-hmm. I thought they actually played pretty well, um, and it was a it was a feisty game. So it was nice to have them in the, in the, in that uh, 
in that game just so that it didn't kind of boil over and there was always someone there to like you know when Simmons hit Shifley and like he goes up to and Shifley kind of goes back to Simmons and contacts, <laughs> he's like, what are you gonna do? You're Mark Shifley. Are you really going after Wayne Simmons? <laughs> I like think it, seriously? Are you kidding me? Hey, it's like it's like that little Chihuahua mentality, right? <laughs> remember, Shel- remember, like, uh, on, but do you remember? Uh, do you remember Shifley's quote? I think it was that it was honestly last game, the last, uh, the last game of the last season or whatever, where he was like, "It's always fun beating the Leafs." This guy's a vendetta yeah, against the Leafs. He just wants to be a little rat for us yeah the jets versus i love it though i think it's fantastic great rivalry but it's something that was really unexpected for me because we usually only see each other like twice a season yeah we don't really think about the jets that much they we don't have a strong (laughs) playoff history like you know what i mean Uh they just hate us and then eventually they took runs at us and that or at the least and then you know we don't like them back now and so yeah it's a great it was an electric game and uh the rivalry is very fun uh, but yeah, it's it's just a weird one. It's just like <laughs> we barely face them. Hey, it all stemmed from that that Canadian division uh, back during yeah. COVID, right? So yeah, that we really played, what like ten times with each other. So it that's it all stemmed from there. But I love that it's continuing. I, as long as there's no injuries, thank God we didn't have any yeah, injuries the, today. The Marner one was a little. Off. It was it was tough. Yeah, we talked His about face that. after that. Oh, he, yeah, he got a little rearranged there, but uh, hey. he skated afterwards, so he was all right. He played the rest of the game. He looked great. So yeah, but the my main worry about like when we get like a little chippy is like you know Matthews had a fantastic game today, mm-hmm. but he was still holding his side from the Ben Cross check, you yeah. know. And we're such a top-heavy team where like if one of those guys goes down, you know Dennis Mulligan is not making up for Austin <laughs> Matthews. Going, you know what I mean? Like we yeah. don't have that strong. Like we're a top-heavy team. We're a Stars and Scrubs team. You know uh-huh. that's how our salary structure. So. I don't want to see those guys go down. That's my biggest worry because, you know, they're going to get targeted. And, you know, like if like, you know, I don't know what percentage Matthews is operating at right now from what it seems in this game. Like he deserves like three goals, to be honest. He was flying out there. He was amazing. Yeah, he was but, creating uh, a lot of opportunities too. Like he had what, two assists or whatever. And yeah, were two assists. he should have gone way more assists. Yeah, and the he, way he, he almost those... scored like twice. He fanned yeah. on like two one-timers that were like 99 times out of 100. Matthew scores those, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, but that's part of why I'm like, was he operating at 100%? Is his side bothering him? Is there a bit of pain, you know? Because usually he scores those. And even though he was fantastic, but like, I, I just worry about that, you know what I mean? Like, he was still holding that. Marner got his face smashed in. And like, I just don't want to see that. Even exactly. Very entertaining. I don't yeah. want to see one of our top end players kind of go down and ours and theirs too right that. i mean you'd never yeah, want to see yeah, a course. player get injured yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we don't want another situation where like sandine gets injured yeah. and then pionk gets like kneed in the face from Svetza, you know yeah it's it's no fun but i mean today was today was chippy it was fun it was it was nice to get under the the jet skin a little bit get in some of the the some calls for us uh that was nice to see yeah, the but, fact uh, that we ended up with a power play after we like the the penalties were evened up on the last time. I love that. That was so fun. Fantastic. We it was great to see. <laughs> it. Like you can tell that every Jets fan, like probably right now in game over Winnipeg, they're like really pissed off about that. And, uh, I love that. Uh, what can I say? Hey, so make sure you send our regards over to game over Winnipeg. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, well, one quick thing I want to point out to you guys. There's been some great questions coming in uh, into the chat. If you guys have any more questions, make sure you type it in. Uh, we'll go through some of the questions down there. Um, and if you guys are enjoying the show, obviously give us a like and subscribe. Uh, let us know. Tweet at us. Um, we're going to be on Spotify afterwards. Our podcast is going to be uploaded there, so you can always catch us on there as well. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about, Armand, is uh, Samsonov. I want to get your opinions on Samsonov. Um, once Matt Murray comes back, um, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Samsonov is the guy yeah. now? Or do you think it's going to be a little iffy? Samsonov is, what, like 4-0 now, right? Like he's 4-0, hasn't lost yet, and he's been pretty solid. Aside from that one play behind the net where... Samsonov just sucks with the puck in general. Like when he <laughs> handles the puck, uh-huh. that play was just like very close to being a day. But um, other than that, he's actually been really solid. And prior to the season coming in, uh, we always knew there was going to be competition in the net. Uh, you know, Keith and Dubis kind of both said that, like, you know, it's not Murray's net for sure. But at the same time, I think everyone kind of knew that Murray was the one A, and Samsonov would be would have to be the one to outplay Murray to kind of get all the starts, uh, even though they were obviously going to give him time. But, uh, you know, with this recent string, like if Murray were to come back, like let's say he had a shorter term injury and he were to come back next game, I think Murray would have to showcase that he's better than Samsonov now. And I just think that's a, a, a really good thing that Samsonov was like thrown in trial by fire into a situation where it's like, if he doesn't play well, our next guy's Eric Shelton, you know, mm-hmm. that's not a good, that's not a good thing. Even though Eric Shalgren's great, I love him, but he's a third stringer, you know? Mm-hmm. So having Samsonov play well um, is just like a really, not even like good, it's a bit lucky as well. You know, it's, there were question marks surrounding Samsonov coming into the season as well, you know? And, you know, uh, I think going into the season, it's more of like riding the hot hand in terms of a goaltending situation. But if an injury happens, and you only have one guy who's a little not consistent, such as Samsonov was last season or Murray was last season. Um, it, it's a bit of a scary situation. So I'm very glad that Samsonov actually rose to the occasion mm-hmm. over these past four games that he's played. He's not lost yet, and he's actually been really steady. The only really issues I have is occasionally he'll let in the soft goal in this game. The first goal, I thought the rebound was a little, you know, too large and right into the slot, even though it's not his fault that yeah. just had an open lane uncontested to, to get to the rebound. But mm-hmm. at the same time, that rebound control probably wants to tighten up a little bit, but he let in one goal mm-hmm. in a game. That's good. You know, yeah. he might've let in two if he flubbed that behind the net play. Uh, but even letting in two goals in a game is pretty good. So even though exactly. those goals aren't particularly great, he's obviously stopping the ones that are good. You know, he's yeah. made some 10 bell saves this and, game. And I think that once Matt Murray comes back anyways, he's going to be tentative at first, right? He's coming back from an injury. He's going to play a couple of games, just get his feet under him. So regardless, he's going to get some time. And during that time that he's on there, um, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays, right? If yeah. he tries to steal that spot away, because in my opinion, yes, Samsonov has, has proven he's great and he's, he's playing well. And it is likely that it is his net um to i guess like continue on to lose yeah yeah right um 
but Matt Murray, uh, let's let's be honest, he got he got an injury. It's not like he got out because he was playing poorly, right? Yeah, and they were like going to we give him that Ottawa game. Yeah, and if like he wasn't injured, and and uh, as well, like um, Samsonov, he's he's had like you mentioned some iffy goals that he's let in. I mean, in the last couple of games, despite the wins, there's been a couple head scratches, which I'm pretty sure Samsonov can agree to it himself that um, he probably shouldn't have let those in, right? So let's not kid ourselves here. Samsonov has, has been doing well. He's been performing and he's he's risen to the occasion, but it's not like he's a, a fantastic goalie. That's by far it's his spot. Um, yeah, and his spot yeah, alone, I wouldn't right. But yeah. regardless, seeing the competition between our goaltenders is always good to have, right? Um, so regardless of what happens, regardless of how Matt Murray plays when he comes back, hopefully he does play well. Um, I just wish that both of them both of them continue their success and splitting games between them is, is going to be good because you give them a break, you give them a rest. Yeah. Well, Murray's going to be out for quite a while. So we're going to see what Samsonov is over the long term. but it's just a nice start to have. Like I, I've really liked his play so far. I think he's been really steady for us and he's given us a chance to win in all our games. So, and we have won all our games when he's in. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really good. But like, speaking of like injuries here with Murray, I think it's a good idea to talk about Muzzin. You yeah, know, that's someone that brought it up in the chat as well. It's good timing. Yeah, on that. <laughs> and w- w- the reason I also want to talk about Muzzin is no one's really talked about how good Victor Mete has been in this top, like top six so far. Because uh, we don't have a ton of defensive options now because of injuries. Like mm-hmm. Lilligren's out, Muzzin's out, yeah, Jordy Ben is out, mm-hmm. right? And those are probably the guys that would get the call up over. Oh yeah, you know, Victor I think Lilligren solves a lot of her problems with uh puck movement and in, in the, in yeah, the defense anyways right sure. so Absolutely. having him back is going to be huge but yeah we've had yeah, some muzzin, the reason the reason i bring up muzzin is uh the comments we we didn't put him on ltir which is a good thing because it it means that he could potentially be back within uh i forgot what it was 10 games i believe but uh the worry is the comments that have come out from marner talking about how you know it's it's more than the player at this point you know this is about life that is kind of scary to hear mm-hmm. because um, it was a neck injury. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, you know, I hope it, they're just being very cautious about the, their comments and, and so on and so forth. But uh, it's kind of scary to hear that it might be a bad injury that affects his life. Mm-hmm. So firstly, you know, wishes, well wishes for him and stuff like that. But uh, we're, put in a bit of a tough situation in our deep on our defensive core by having to put Victor Mete in. And especially because he's on his offside too, he's playing the right side as a left uh, shot D. And I know he's done that before, but it's still um, a bit of a concern considering we have five left shot D, you know, like Brody is a guy who plays on our right side. That is left shot. Paul is the right shot D. And then we have Victor Mete, right? So that opens up a potential, uh, uh, exposure that the other team can actually, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, go around and, and work with there. But uh, Victor Mete has been phenomenal and underratedly so. I haven't seen anyone comment on on Victor Mete's performance. And I think that's partly because you never really notice him in the game, which is absolutely what you want out of a defenseman. If you don't notice them, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Because that means they're doing their job. They're never really out of position. They're never really doing, like, I know he's not going to do anything offensively, so it is what it is. But his defensive game has actually been really solid, and his skating has been really good on that uh, on that pairing, right? And 
I just have really liked seeing him play uh, under those circumstances because we really, our next guy up is probably like Philip Crowell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's not a great situation. So a lot like Samsonov having to rise to the occasion. Uh, I thought Victor Mete has been fantastic in his role. And I was honestly surprised to see that because I didn't think his preseason was all that good. So hats off to him for, for kind of rising to the occasion there on our third pairing. It's very nice to see that, you know, when we have these injuries, we have some guys that we can rely on Mm -hmm. and have uh, succeeded, you know, in the NHL before as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be interesting to see how, uh, how this continues. The next game is going to be, uh, going to be interesting. We're playing against the Golden Knights who are the Kings of the Pacific division thus far. Um, So that's going to be on Monday. Uh, It's going to be a fun game regardless uh make sure you hit follow hit subscribe hit the bell notification uh to get uh caught up on all the new shows that we have coming here at sdpn and uh join us in uh in the next game over against uh the golden knights we'll see how that goes as always um you can uh you can obviously listen to all the podcasts on spotify and wherever else you listen to your podcasts uh it's been great having you guys here um and yeah uh we'll see we'll see how the next game goes take it easy guys